Hey everybody, before we get into today's episode of the Horror Apocalypse, we wanted to take a little moment and uh, set aside a dedication. This particular episode is dedicated to quite a few folks. Um, Chris and Matt and myself uh, put together a little dedication page, and uh, Chris wanted to say he wants to dedicate this to his father. Thanks to his father, John, we were able to use their studio here in Florida. But Chris said he wants to dedicate to his dad for the f- showing me Mel Brooks and comedies like his, the whole genre of irrelevant comedies like Airplane and helping to shape his sense of humor and outlook uh, with some aspects of life. He wants to thank me, Matt, his brothers, Jason and John, who also loved the same things, making it so much easier to get along with uh, a bunch of jerks like all of us. Thank you, Chris. Matt wanted to uh, thank Mike and Chris, that's Chris and I, who um, uh, seen fit to include him in our hetero life mate love child. <laughs> I guess he means our podcast. Yeah, to his parents, um, you guys tried. To those that listen, he says he's sorry. And to those that keep the classics alive, uh, to Mo, I'm sorry I killed you. That's exactly what he says. <laughs> and me, I wanted to go ahead and extend a dedication uh, to Noel Cahill. He was a stepfather who... This was one of his favorite movies, and uh, every time I see this movie, I can't help but think of him. Uh, We used to quote it all the time, and we just had an all-around great time anytime we thought about this movie. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring you today's episode, Young Frankenstein. Listeners beware, there's no turning back now. You've entered the Horrorpocalypse Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Horror Apocalypse. This is an impromptu, non-scheduled episode. Uh, we are coming at you today from Sadler Recording in uh, Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, thank you to Chris's father for allowing us to use this uh, prestigious studio. Retirement community. uh today we have a very very special guest uh with us today matt you want to go ahead and introduce yourself hello everyone and just as we feared he's very quiet very very quiet (laughs) this is not the usual matt so He'll he'll burst out into song very very soon. La da 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 la da 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 la da 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 la da la da 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 la da 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 la da 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 da. And on that note, which is actually going to bring up the movie we're going to be discussing today, which is Young Frankenstein. And at the same time, it was very creepy that we're all in a room. And he's staring at me while he was doing that. Who's staring at you? He was serenading you. Uh, It was very creepy. I found it very sexy. Oh, well. Now I'm a little jealous. Next time you do that, you want to stare at him? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Cool. Also, give me a warning so I can turn down your gain because you shot right (laughs) off the level with that. Sweet. Uh, so let's uh, let's do our little bit of a usual. We'll go around and we'll see what's been entertaining us lately, and uh, then we'll get right into this. It's like I said, it's sort of an impromptu episode, so we're our usual format's going to go right out the freaking window. But well, we're going to have a, it does usually anyway. So we're going to have a great time. Um, Matt Matt has actually been a friend of ours for 
a very, very long time. We're not um, going to say years because that will date us. Exactly. Decades. Uh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> Matt and Chris have, have been friends longer than I've been in the group, but they were very welcoming and accepted me uh, over 20 years ago. So We're still trying to figure out why. I am too. Um, oh, wait, your mom had pot. That was it. Yes. Figured it out. Yes, okay. My, my mom was very much a pothead, still is a pothead. Now it's for her glaucoma. but um, <laughs> It's good for arthritis, too. Yeah. So it's she always quote-unquote glaucoma. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, let's, let's go around. Matt, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's been entertaining you this past week or lately. <laughs> or right now. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Um, not much, really. Um, just working and... Um, I took the kids to see <clears throat> Toy Story 4 recently. That was pretty pretty good. Um, how, how was that? Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Did it hold up? Um, it's not a, it's, it's not a very good sequel. Mm, I was afraid of that. Okay. But as a movie by itself, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It, it was a little bit different, um, but it still kind of tied things together, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to try not to say that a lot. Um? Yeah, um, yeah. That's okay. I have uh, added out so many from Chris. That... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just getting uh, them all out now. <laughs> um, uh, 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 ooh. People pay us to hear our conversations, not ums. Ums are part of conversations. Actually, I forgot. People do pay us, don't they? <laughs> so basically, um, yeah, see, so there we go again. Uh, just been watching a lot of DVDs, some old DVDs, my grandfather's collection that I inherited. And I'm um, trying to slowly work my way through those, check those out. Um, Remember the last one you watched? Uh, I watched uh, Vanilla Sky. I had not seen that. Oh, I actually like that movie. Yeah, I, um, that was Tom Cruise, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I like yeah, Stanley yeah. Kubrick. So, um, big Stanley Kubrick fan. You know, The Shining, what, so forth. But, um, yeah. So, that's the last from his collection that I watched. I enjoyed that. It's an interesting movie. And, um, so, yeah. Okay. How about you? Right. What have you been uh, up to? Uh, I've been uh, finally catching up on Star Trek Discovery Season 2 and also listening, since we did the Shining episode, listening to the audiobook of The Shining. Still? Um, I just finished it. Just oh, okay. finished it. I was going to say and you're listening as fast as you read. I, yeah, pretty much. Uh, except, <laughs> except there was less falling asleep because I was driving. Um, the m- book is way oh, better. Yes. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. You said less falling asleep. So you did fall asleep at the wheel? So like I was saying, <laughs> uh, the book is way better, way better than, uh, uh, than the Kubrick movie. I can understand why, uh, not downing Kubrick, I like Kubrick too, but uh, not um, uh, completely understanding what Stephen King was saying, why, why everything was so different, and kind of on board with Stephen King on that side. Um, now that I've finished that, I want to see if I can check out the 97 TV movie, Shining, because I hear that it's way closer to the book. So the last time we, when we did that shining thing, you that opened up a door, man. I I'm falling down this rabbit hole. I'm gonna follow it to see where it leads. Well, that's that's all thanks to Mike. He's the one that dropped the uh, the money on us to yeah. to see it. So be sure to give him a thank you. Yeah, why I'm wasting all my time on <laughs> on uh, crazy theories about the shining and Jack Nicholson, and now I'm adding it into Batman. And you really should finish Room Two Thirty Seven, the documentary. At, at some point, yeah, I got. I have to say, I was watching it, and I started going, these people seem to be whack jobs. I got to hit stop, and I'll get back to it at some point. I just enjoyed the whole caveat of 
basically implying that Stanley Kubrick was involved at the faking of the, of the Apollo that's, landing. That's where I went, I have to stop oh. this for a bit, and I hit stop. I, I thought that was great. I liked it's, all the symbolism in there. Yeah. I liked all the subliminal messaging, everything that they were suggesting. I thought it was an excellent documentary. And, well, I think you should, I really think I'm, you should I'm check going, it out. I'm going to finish it. I will finish it. Uh, but You just need a well-rounded approach to your, your rabbit hole. You need to get all well, the way around the rim of the hole. All the way around the rim. I got a got a rim job. It yes, exactly. Got to get a nice rim job. Okay. Uh, when I since we're all in Florida at the moment, uh, when I get back home, the next thing I'm doing is is Spider Man. So which one? Far from home. Oh, okay. There's several different. Why are you looking at me like I, that? What else would I want to go see? <laughs> <laughs> you just said you were going to do Spider Man. I didn't know what you were getting at. Well, I was in New York a couple weeks ago. I never found him. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, and he wasn't hanging from the roof upside down Nothing. so you could pull his mask down and kiss him. Oh, uh, that's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a little bit better looking than uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Just a little. A little. Little, not by much. My, I don't have those weird teeth. She's got a weird mouth. She does have a weird Why are you staring at me like that? Could you stand up for me, please? Nothing, huh? Nothing. Okay. Uh, okay. This is the time I wish we had video. <laughs> One of these days. I don't know. Could be worse. <laughs> One could be raining. <laughs> yeah. Could be raining. That's right. For those listeners out there, uh, we're currently uh, in a sunroom looking out over a lake pond thingy, and uh, it's currently raining. Not that they would understand the joke, probably. No. no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we'll get there. We will get there. So that's what's been uh, working with me. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of that, uh, the Star Trek Season 2, Discovery Season 2 I just finished, uh, absolutely worth it. Completely, uh, completely does fan service to the original series. So, do you think it was a Borg reference? Now that you've seen now it, now that I've seen it, I think it was a Borg reference. I absolutely do, and I really think that the entire bag. And I'm not even going to say spoilers at this point in time. The season's been over for and a if while. If anybody listens to yeah, us, we're they spoiler, know we're spoiler filled. Yeah, we are not spoiler free at all. <laughs> we even spoil it for each other. <laughs> it's accurate. It's happened. Um, that was clearly the the bad guy in this entire season was clearly some form of Borg. It was clearly some form of Borg. I mean, nanotechnology being injected in the people, and it, it was it was clearly some form of Borg. So, uh, season three, God, I hope this is season three because it really felt like they almost finished it. It really did. Uh, really hoping this is season three, but I really want to continue the story. I think it's I think it's going in a really good direction. And the fact we got the Enterprise uh, and a cool looking Enterprise, they really updated the. Uh, have you seen any Discovery? Oh, you haven't seen any Discovery, right? Um, they did do. Uh, original series this season and we got an, an actual Enterprise that was very close to Kirk's uh, original series Enterprise this is like the bridge layout the same color scheme and everything it was really cool it was same really strange cool. sound effect same straight they make sure they pull the sound effects in there but make them slightly uh, different just so it's a, just a little just, yeah, just, just, just a, a little, little to say this is ours but just a, enough to say that, uh, paying same homage to, say that to the rest yeah of Spock uh, the guy who's playing Spock uh, the entire season has a beard, and he's all roughy, like uh, scuffy, uh, scruffy looking. Uh, not nerf herder, but just scruffy looking. He is all clean shaven at the end. He looks like a young Spock, and he takes his he takes his station on the other side near the science. They have the whole science thing sticking up and everything. It was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, I have to check that out. It's sure. it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. So mm-hmm. that's everything I've been I've been doing. What about you, sir? Oh, thanks for asking. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I've just been checking out a lot of new uh, upcoming trailers uh, to keep uh, adding to our YouTube channel. I have been uh, checking out some older 
older horror movies. Uh, of course, watching Young Frankenstein. Uh, that's that's pretty much about it. I've been working a lot this week, so I uh, I have not been working a lot. I I said screw it and quit my job. So there there is one movie coming up. If you guys haven't seen it yet, check out the trailer on Horror Apocalypse on YouTube for eight. Nice plug. Yes, yeah, I was going to say selfless <laughs> plug, selfless plug, selfless plug. Uh, no, it's a, I guess it's a movie from South Africa, and it's about um, this guy that uh, he's cursed to collect souls, and he... Sounds fun. There's something about his daughter. It's it's really hard. And there's another one coming up uh, called Daughter, which, uh, as far as I can tell, comes from South Korea. Okay. And I don't know what it's really about other than this girl, I believe, is possessed. And she, at one scene in the trailer, she climbs up on the table at this gig- this huge dinner party that her parents are being like honored at or something. So it's a gathering of all these people in a stage. And she climbs up on the, the dinner table, spotlight hits her and she just starts pissing all over the table so very much like an exorcist kind of thing going on there i was or on like a date it, it was just like that by the way or like <clears throat> some of the shows they have in tijuana yeah yes uh, minus the donkey oh no donkey <clears throat> but other than that that's that's pretty much it for me wow all right so we really haven't been doing a whole lot lately um well let's just get yeah. to the meat and potatoes why we're here yes why are, are you cooking Meat and potatoes. That's what I'm saying. Let's get That's to why the... we are here. I, I'll, <laughs> right. I'll get them. I'll be back. I'm being held captive. Please. Help me. <laughs> By the time they get this, it'll all be over. Thank you. I'll already be wearing your skin. <laughs> That's great. And I'll have your beard. I've been rubbing lotion on it. Good. Ooh. So you don't want the hose again? No, I don't. Uh, no hose. Best movie ever. <laughs> If anyone would like to contribute $5, we'd like to watch that. Or $6. Yeah, $6. Sorry, $6. $6. Don't sell us short. <laughs> well, you know what? I've already said $5 for Silence of the Lamb. So if somebody wants to throw $5 at us, we'll do Silence of the Lamb. I'll Lambs. do it for free. Twice. Stop I'm it. sorry. I'll do it twice for free. Stop it. Not Red Dragon, though. Absolutely not. not I have Red not Dragon. seen that. All right. So Hannibal it is. Han- I like Hannibal. Hannibal's good. Okay, so we're talking about Young Frankenstein today, 1974 Mel Brooks film, starring Gene Wilder. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Who's Mel Brooks? Who's Mel Brooks? I'm kidding. Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder, uh, Madeline Kahn, Terry Garr. Marty Feldman. Marty Feldman. Peter Boyle. Who? Peter Boyle. Who's that? The monster. What? The monster. Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein. The guy from Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah, he's the monster. Never heard of him. Hmm. All right. That's what that feels like. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, actually, I should edit that out. You should every single time someone says blue. You put a horse, you put a horse neigh in there. All right. Well, there's two. (laughs) All right. So uh, I got to tell you guys, I, I, I've loved this movie. Uh, you guys actually are the ones that got me turned on to Mel Brooks many, many years ago. And he's not that attractive. And he's really not that attractive. He's not, but I would definitely put it in him. But the um, point is, uh, Papa right Smash. In, right in his comedy hole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys got me into Mel Brooks. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, for me, of course, I'm a horror fan. So for me to get that and Dracula dead and loving it and to see these horror comedies coming from him they were fantastic it, it borders that line it's 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 still on that horror side and it's still on the uh, on the comedy side that's what's great about it well i don't see any horror in it, in it whatsoever have you seen dracula dead and loving it yes yeah. yeah i don't i don't see I, any i stop there okay i don't see the horror but i do see the horror 
characters in a comedic element, and that's what I really like. But this movie, man, he went above and beyond with this one. It really feels a lot like the classic 1930s Frankenstein movie. Um, From the sets, which a lot of them were actually from the 1930s Frankenstein. (laughs) Exactly. And what happened was when he was... uh, getting ready to film this movie, he found out about this guy who had all the sets in his garage, just in his garage, not stored anywhere, but in his garage. I wonder where they are now. Worked out a deal with mm-hmm. him uh, that he would rent the the stuff for the, the show, for the movie, and actually gave him the proper on-screen credit, that which I think I commented on when we watched it last night, that the, the guy got the credit for it that he never got in the 1930s Dracula. Really? Or 1930s or Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, so. Sweet vindication. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was great, but let's uh, let's talk about it. Okay. So if uh, people aren't aware, of the synopsis of Young Frankenstein, it is essentially Frankenstein, um, except this is his great grandson. Yes. Great grandson, right? Uh, American, an American grandson of the infamous scientist, struggling to prove that his grandfather was not an insane as insane as people believe, is invited to Transylvania, where he discovers a process that reanimates a dead body. And you were worried about. Look at you. Well, technically, he he that wasn't the the goal of his. Because remember, at the very beginning, he's talking about how his grandfather had crackpot theories, yes. and you know he would, wasn't a, a fan of his, and he wanted to be completely separated, right mm-hmm. down to his even name. pronouncing his name completely different. Frankenstein. But um, it did eventually become that after he got his hands on some of his uh, great grandfathers or great grandfathers. I you know they I wasn't listening. They, it says they say grand, both. It says grandson, grandson, but I yeah. think it's, I thought it was great. It, it one, I, I think it was. Uh, they said Buford, uh, Baron Buford von Frankenstein, yeah. and then they kept saying Victor von Frankenstein. So one of them is a great grandfather. One of them is the grandfather. Okay. I th- I think in the beginning of the movie when we see the corpse and they're pulling the they're pulling the box away from the corpse, I think that's Buford. I think that's uh, excuse me. I think that's Victor. I think that's the great grandfather, mm-hmm. and Buford was the was the grandfather. His grandfather, his grandfather. right? Correct. My so. grandfather used to work for your grandfather. Oh, well, Which, very nice. Well, the rates have gone up, of course, of course. Which, if you uh, there was a bit of trivia on that, where I guess Marty Feldman's character, mm-hmm. Igor. Nope. Now it's pronounced Igor. Oh no! Oh, now you. <laughs> <laughs> But there was there was a little bit of trivia on that about how they worked with each other's grandfathers. Um, let me see. Talk about where, yourselves. I'll where, see if I can you find, find it. it. Where'd you find it? I'm on IMDb. Was it on IMDb? Yes. Under trivia. I yes. smell an edit. I can't find it. I can smell an edit when I can smell one. What was that? <laughs> I can smell an edit when I smell one. <laughs> this is gonna be better. No, we leave this stuff in. Oh, yeah. It we... keeps it. It keeps it real. Oh man. Because the that, kids, folks? the kids like to keep it real. I. Gonna ask you a question, so so keep talking amongst yourselves. Oh, while we look oh, through still this. going, still going. Okay, um, I'll jump in and interrupt you when it finally. Okay, so uh, how was the drive? Was the drive good? Stop looking at me like that. I'm sorry, I I, I have to. You're, the drive was uh, it was it was you're pretty really good. Pretty. Mike and I caught up on a lot of our medical issues. Oh, nice, nice. Um, That's what happens when you get to be our age? Yep. Yeah. 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 I kind of meant keep talking about the movie. But yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Well, you weren't very specific. <laughs> We weren't very specific at all. You just said talk. Well, let's talk about the parental guide. Uh, sex and nudity, moderate. Moderate. Yeah, Terry uh, Gar- was nudity? It says moderate. Moderate. 
That just means we got to see cleavage. Yeah. Moderate <laughs> cleavage. Terry, Terry Gar's, Gar's cleavage. cleavage. Madeline Kahn's cleavage. In that peasant top in the back of the... Mm, yeah. 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 Rolling the hay. Roll, roll, rolling the Violence hay. and gore. Mild. You know, strangulation. I can't pronounce that word. Strangulation? Yeah, that one. There we go. Uh, profanity. Mild. Oh, found it. Okay. Ah, okay, good. <laughs> Everything's mild. This is like a mild taco... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you will not get heartburn from this movie. This movie is is good for people with uh, irritable bowels, or uh... <laughs> it lets it lets everything flow smoothly. All right, so it says here that Igor mentions that his grandfather used to work for Frederick's grandfather. Sorry, Frederick's, Frederick's grandfather. grandfather. Uh, interestingly enough, in Frankenstein, the assistant's name was Fritz, not Igor. Igor did not appear until Son of Frankenstein, 1939, where he worked for the son of the original Doctor. Okay. You lost me. Well, there was a Fritz, which was Igor, which was Igor's father. Igor was the son of Fritz. And then you have Frankenstein, and then the son of Frankenstein. So Igor and the son of Frankenstein got together and made a baby. Not a baby, but a monster. Maybe baby. Maybe baby. God, that's like the fourth time we were able to bring that up. Uh, they made a baby. Maybe baby. Maybe baby. That's fun to say. Maybe baby. 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 In that movie. So I think that's what they're referencing on this one. But it does sound like there's a generation gap there. Am I getting that right? I feel like a generation you know, gap. When I read it, it made sense to me. When you talked about it, it yeah. blew it all out of the water. Yeah, I, I think no you're right. Yeah. I'm still lost. <laughs> I'm lost. Igor's grandfather worked for the original doctor. Igor right. worked for the son of Frankenstein. So Igor's grandfather Fritz. worked for Frankenstein. Who was Fritz? Fritz. Right. Igor's... Grandfather, which friends. is why I keep which a pen. Have, which would, have been, which would pen. have been Victor. Victor would have been Victor. That's right. right. So Fritz, Fritz worked with Victor. Are you drawing a flow chart? I am. Okay. Fritz Victor, <laughs> son of, uh, okay, Igor. Then who's, oh, who's who's Victor's son? Victor, Buford. Herbert. Buford. Herbert. Buford. I don't know. Herbert. That would have been uh, Baron Wolf von Frankenstein. Wolf. Werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. Werewolf. That uh, castle. I wonder if that's the... Ah, never mind. Uh, may, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. I'm glad okay. you see it, because I can't. Wolf. That wolf. That castle. Why are you talking like that? Oh, I thought you wanted to. I don't want to talk like that. You're going to get this a lot through this episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Suit yourself. I'm easy. <laughs> Wait, wasn't your hump on the other side? What hump? Never mind. <clears throat> Damn your eyes! Too, Too late. late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's one of the things I love about Mel Brooks movies is it really doesn't matter if we talk about history of the world. You're yep. gonna start pulling up quotes. You, his movies, no matter what they are, spaceballs surrounded now, by assholes. We are now armed with mighty joint. <laughs> you can. It's a whole field of wacky weed. <laughs> <laughs> you can quote these movies. From morning to night, yep. and never get sick of them. So I, that's one of the things I really enjoy. About no, I think we, 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 we can quote we these can movies quote these. morning to night. Outside of the circle, 
It's 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 out. It is out there. There are there are people out there who are just like us. Yes, they exist. I've heard of them, and they all have podcasts. They all have podcasts. <laughs> Every single one of them. I I will admit, though, I was recently talking to someone at my job talking about this upcoming episode, and uh, I mentioned Young Frankenstein, and uh, the person was like, I I never heard of that movie. They were probably oh. twenty. You know Mel Brooks? No, they, they were coming in about 30. Hmm. Uh, so eh, still okay. younger. It's kind of borderlining it. Okay. Still right. younger than us, but still in that range that they should know. I mean, that Dracula Dead and Loving It would have in that time frame. Yeah, more recent. Yeah. Robin Hood Men in Tights. That could have been a good segue into the rest of the Mel Brooks franchise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they didn't even know the name Mel Brooks. What names did they know? Did you Did you say at that point in time, well, okay, who do you know? I couldn't. I couldn't did, keep did, going. Did you say Gene Wilder? Did you go? Okay, how about Gene Wilder? And they no, go Willy I, Wonka. You go. Okay, got that done. one. I was done. Done. I couldn't keep going. That okay. We've been on this on this rant before, and not to bring up the rant again, but that is a lot of these classic movies. Unfortunately, are are they're dying out? They're dying out. The the kids. Oh wow! Not I only said are, it, not I said only it, the kids. movies dying out, yeah. but the actors. The actors are actually dying. Are dying. They're actually know? dying. That's where we start feeling old. <laughs> We're like, well, that person's dead. Yeah, that like, person too. Mel, and that person's. I want to say Mel Brooks is probably like a year younger than my dad. You know, and and the last time I saw a, a picture of Mel Brooks or him doing anything, I went, my God, he's going to die. Yeah. He could die at any second. He's he's old, 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 old. I mean, his heyday was, this movie was 74? His heyday, 70s, 80s, yeah. and early 90s, you know, that was it. More so, like 70s. Yeah, more, definitely more yeah. 70s. Yeah. I mean, but he he did some good stuff in the 80s. He, uh, Spaceballs, I mean, that was, yeah, that's fantastic movie right there. Plus um, uh, the 90s where you got Robin Hood Men in Tights and, well, Jack the and Devin Loving it. The introduction of Dave Chappelle. Great. The introduction of Dave Chappelle, exactly. I'm on the East Bank. <laughs> on the West, I'm on the West Bank. Bank. I'm on the left side. I'm on the right side. It's not difficult. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's 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 very unfortunate that we're good, that a lot of these kids are not going to remember these movies and uh, they're gonna they're gonna they're well, gonna the go day, away. The day before yeah. traveling uh, to come down here, uh, I watched the movie. Then we watched it last night. So I mean I've seen this a, a few times, but the night before last, we were all sitting around. It was uh, Devil Bunny. Uh, my mom, she just got out of the hospital. She was there, and my brother, and we all. I made them all watch this this movie as prep. And uh, who hadn't seen it? Oh no, they they They'd all seen, all seen it. it. Okay. Yeah, if, if I was gonna say if Ian said he didn't see it, I'd I'd be like, you slap him because he hadn't seen it. Any relation or any tie to me, they've seen this movie already. Okay. The it had popped in my mind at that point in time. Oh my god, I think everybody except Terry Gar, and then we later found out there was one other person, Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman. Everybody else in that movie is dead. Yep. At least, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, of the wait. main main title character, isn't Cloris Leachman dead? No. No. That's She's what still I thought. kicking? No, that's what I thought too. It was mm-hmm. an Madeline Kahn's dead. Yeah, it was an yeah, internet internet rumor that Cloris Leachman had actually mm-hmm. died. Did she actually? I, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> She's like, nope, I'm still here, still kicking. So when you sit back and you think about it that way too, like you guys were saying, that even the actors are are starting to kick it. Mm-hmm. That's it's sad. It really it is. is. It Very is the, sad. the Mel Brooks's style of writing and his his comedic mind in general is something we will never see again. Not only that, but he was putting it. he was paying homage to all the, to the old greats. to older yeah. movies that mm-hmm. that are to, now it's basically like he was the bridge between yeah. that, those movies and now yeah. that bridge is burning too. Yep. So Absolutely. Well we Absolutely. still get those quote unquote homages, but now it's basically called Hollywood reboots. 
Yeah, and, and they're yeah. reboots oh, for shit. movies from this time period, yeah. the 70s and 80s, and not the older movies. Right. So. Sometimes they're okay. I'm well, I'm not going to fault them. Most we, of the time. All of them. We just got a Tom Cruise reboot of Mummy. Wasn't bad. Get wasn't bad. It You're really done. wasn't bad. You were bad. done. You were Sorry, done. Okay. folks. The podcast is over. <laughs> just hear the sound of microphones just tumbling. With, uh, <laughs> we, when you were getting married, <laughs> when you were getting married, you wanted to go see Dracula uh, Untold. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was supposed to be the first movie in an installment of Universal making their uh their universe, their monster universe. The dark universe. The dark universe. So we had that one. Then we had the mummy. And after that, it was they cleared out the offices. The offices mysteriously universal got cleared out. The next day, they were like, where'd everybody go? I thought, oh, they're doing ghosts now. They're, they're here. They just can't see them. Uh, they went to a dark place. They went to a dark place. That movie, it it had a lot to... Uh, oh, that that would have sucked. It would have had a, had a lot to, to stand up, uh, excuse me, to hold against. The Brendan Fraser mummy movie, maybe baby, the first one anyway, was fantastic. I mean, it had everything. It had it had action, it had comedy, it had, it had uh, yeah, for the time it was you know, great special effects. Oh, and then it started spawning things like Scorpion King. Okay, well, it, was little... it happened. I mean, we're not, <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't argue that. But this mummy movie was honestly, it was pretty good, and they gave you like little bits of like they tied in Dracula into this movie. They were tying in the creature from the Black Lagoon in this movie. That's how they established those franchises. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have. I think if they kept on going, it give you know two shits what what consumers actually thought. They should have just kept on plowing and been like, no, we're gonna give this to you. You're gonna like it. You know, I I would have sat through it every single one of them. They have yet to give us a, a reboot of uh, Creature from Black Lagoon. I would say, wow, you're staring at me like so hard right now. You were really disappointed in me right now, aren't you? <laughs> I yes. can see. I can see it in your eyes. I enjoyed it. That's, Where that's are you it. going? I was going to make espresso. Uh, <laughs> in this house, it's decaf, unfortunately. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> like, hey, I found one that looks like it's... Oh, nope, decaf. Nope, nope. It says McCafe on it, but uh, it says decaf, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, folks. My my father in his uh, uh, in his studio. abode... In his, in his studio. In his studio abode. Uh, he's at that age where he only drinks decaf, and I forget that. I should have brought my own cup. So anyway, that's that's so you're my basically opinion. drinking a placebo. Yep, I'm ch- my head is telling me that there's caffeine in this, there's caffeine in this, but it's not. There's no caffeine in this. I'll get a headache in 20 minutes. Secretly, we've changed Chris's coffee for Taster's Choice. Son of a bitch! <laughs> this tastes like pee. Secretly, we've added pee to Chris's coffee. Keep drinking. <laughs> Keep drinking. This is good. What is it? Keep drinking. It's really good. What is it? I made it with my very own. <laughs> that's jumping to kids in the hall but anywho we have ADD folks sorry yes complete ADD oh speaking of kids in the hall <laughs> we really should watch brain candy at some point cabbage bread forever yeah me neither oh, oh that was lovely <laughs> it was only a couple of flipper babies <laughs> they're not a plate of croissants <laughs> Can we get the big fucking table in here? Or do I gotta go cut that fucking tree down myself? We killed Chris. Chris sorry. is dead. Sorry, you killed me. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm good. I'm good. I don't think I'm gonna edit this episode whatsoever, other than to put in those sound clips every so often. <laughs> Luca, I have. You don't have to worry about it. He'll, he'll oh, take care of the horse. Yeah, I'm gonna put the horse well, sounds in. I'll do it again, and I won't say that. Let's do it like this. I'll go, then you go, then you go. Bluka. Bluka. Frau Bluka?
<laughs> they had the frog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm looking at all the ducks and birds out here. This is yeah. My my father tells me that uh, those herons or herons, whatever they're called, across the across the pond slash herons. lake, whatever herons, whatever they're called, whatever they're named George. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them named George. Why would Henrietta be named George? Oh, man, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> welcome to the 21st century. I mean, you know what's what's killing it's, me? And it's the end of Pride Month, I believe, or no, the beginning of a new month. We just ended Pride Month. Yeah, so. we we uh, part of our sidebar here. Yes, uh, lots of sidebars. Devil Bunny and this is killing me because Devil Bunny and I are looking at a new house. And I think I showed you the pictures of the recording studio and um, or the office that would become the recording studio, yeah. and the desk faces this giant window. That faces a lake like oh, this. Nice. I think it's going to be very distracting. I don't it know is, if I want this house little, anymore. It is a little distracting. <laughs> and what is up with that bird? Why is it doing that? He's drying his wings. Is that what that is? That's one of those birds. I'm that feeling threatened. I think he's trying to call me out. No, it's the I ones it that go underwater. And, I thought it was a mating ritual. <laughs> they're the ones that go underwater and hunt the fish. And oh. You see, usually their long necks are sticking out as they yeah, swim yeah, across. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've never seen one do that. Yeah. It's drying its wings. You're fine. Why is it staring at me like that? It's not though? staring at you. It's looking up. It was looking at me. Every, he's doing it again. See, every time you turn around, he, he moves. Uh-huh. He's trying to make a liar out of me is what he's doing. Well, he's doing a very good job. He is. He absolutely is. So one of the yeah. other things I really enjoyed about this movie was the set design. I oh, absolutely. I can't believe, and I, I really kind of hit me last night, how much this looks like a stage. It doesn't look like uh, real Areas and it, that's what I liked about some of the, the classic movies it, like Dracula. It feels like 1930. It feels it like a stage. Yeah. It feels like a we're watching a play, but with much better graphics, uh, better than life. Even for 74. Even for 1974. But uh, that's part of the, what I loved about this: the sound design, the set design, everything about this movie was fantastic. I like the, the music too. The comedy, it, the, even the cobwebs. We were talking about that last night. That yeah, the cobwebs, uh, were, the high cobwebs, cobwebs. were high yeah. quality cobwebs. They they were a lot of them, and they did a damn good job at it. It didn't look uh, so fake. The part where him and Terry Gar are going down the stairs after they've seen the rat and they reach the level off area just before they reach the door, they pass by some cobwebs that look like real mm. spider webs. It's mm. fantastic. Yeah, they did a good job. Really yeah, good it was job. really well made. You, you could feel that he did this movie with a lot of love. Love. There was, there was a lot of love there. Definitely. You know, this is one of the, and we talked about it last night, one of the only films that he doesn't make a physical appearance in. Yep. Yeah, which, and to be honest, I, if you hadn't said that to me, I probably would not have picked up on that. For the longest time, and I don't know if it's just because I assert, uh, physically inserted him or mentally inserted him into that role, but I thought of him as, what was it, Helga, the little girl? Uh, oh, the, the father, the right? Father. The father, okay. Yep. I, can, I can understand that. I can, I can see him playing that. Like, if you had come to me and said, who did Mel Brooks play in Young Frankenstein? My mind would have automatically gone to the father. Yeah, absolutely. Even though you're right, he has or not. Or the train, the the ticket taker, Transylvania next. You know who for Transylvania? I think that would have been like a yeah. good character. Your memory for at some point <laughs> is unbelievable. What? How you can remember that in in especially like that, oh, like sure. that. Like I can barely remember English, and you're remembering, <laughs> you're remembering. It may or may not be be German. Who knows? But I mean, you're remembering it. It That's, wasn't that good. It wasn't it, that close. It was close. It was close. It was, it was damn close. Close enough. close enough. It was close enough for me to say it was probably right. You know, I just it, thought it was funny that he's on a train in New York, 
Yeah, then all and, of a sudden he's on a train in Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, and it's the exact same scene. It's the exact same people arguing yeah, in the back. Exact, saying the exact same with, thing, just now with, it's in German. Which made me think of high anxiety with them trying to get through the uh, through the uh, air, uh, the airport. It's like you make a you make a, a commotion in order to get through the airport. I thought. And this made sorry. me think too. Huh. Okay, why the hell does the constable have an English accent? Everybody had an English accent. It doesn't make Almost sense. Almost everybody. I know. It's, it's, this is the... Uh, it's, I'm it's Constable like the Star, Henry, sir. It, it, it's like the, the Star Wars universe. It's like everybody has a British accent. Right. You know, and it's... Okay, so Britain's in space. Uh, Doctor Who, Britain's in space, apparently. It's, they're, they're all over the place. Well, it's because you know. any time you want to have stop, a sort stop, of please, credibility, no. oh, God, you need to have an English <laughs> accent. Is that your English accent? It's as close as you're going to get, Governor. <laughs> This is Cockney accent. <laughs> All right, for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to be speaking with a British accent. There we go. I tell you what I'll do. I bet you for when, it. When Ozzy wouldn't go on stage <laughs> unless we found him a mug of this reminds uh, red me of Sri Lanka for the salon. I had to find a brandy glass with five thousand brown M Ms, or Ozzy wouldn't go on stage that night. Keith Beck pops his head around the corner, mentions there's a little sweet shop on the edge of town. So there we go. So there's me and Bing Crosby breaking into this little sweet shop, right? Well, instead of a guard dog, they got this great big bloody Bengal tiger. I managed to take... I don't know why I sound Australian all of a sudden. Keep going. Keep going. I'm holding it in my lap. Keep going. But they have this great big bloody Bengal tiger. I managed to take out the tiger with a can of mace, but the shopkeeper and his son, that's a different story altogether. I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. Well, got the M&M's. Halsey went on stage and did a great show. <laughs> And that is, <laughs> and that is Wayne's World, everybody, which had nothing to do with anything we were talking about. Just take notes of all the movie references <laughs> that we're going to. I gonna... definitely should. I'm going to now. At this point, uh, that was what did I say? Wayne's World. No, right, and to the Wayne's. left and to the right of the stage are machine gun setups, M16 Browners. Now these babies tend to heat up, so shoot in three second bursts. <laughs> And in case of capture, I've personally distributed cyanide capsules to be placed under the tongue like so. Any questions? Wasn't a Farley-ass question like right after that? It was Garth, and he said, when did you become a nut bar? (laughs) (laughs) We have to make sure Jeremy is listening to this. Yeah. That's really funny. For those of that you don't know, we're going to give you a little bit of a fun fact. Uh, Chris, uh, during high school... Uh, did the morning announcements as Wayne from Wayne's World. Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Party time! Excellent! That's How about giving us a little taste of that? No, I think Matthew did a pretty damn good job. <clears throat> I don't I, I don't remember doing that. I, I did that? Oh, I remember. I did that? No, I remember. Yeah. I do recall... Uh, and most of the people that were watching it in the, in the classrooms were... Uh, had no idea what the hell was going. Yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I, I, uh, it was, it was entertaining to me. It was, it was really entertaining <laughs> to the people we just knew. There was like five uh, people that, in the whole school. They're like, "Oh, that's cool, so cool." Nobody ever paid attention to the morning announcements ever, including when we were doing the Wayne's World. Until I said one word on 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 air that made everybody stop and go, "What did he just say?" Which to be perfectly uh, uh, honest I said that during rehearsal and the teacher said nothing she didn't say I couldn't say it so I went ahead and say it said it and I was imitating the Wayne's World movie and so it seemed safe 
Uh, apparently, word was not safe. We were then uh, both Jeremy and I were sitting in the <laughs> in the assistant principal's office and defending our our right to say, "Hey, we we did this in rehearsal. There's no reason why we should be sitting here." And he said, "Okay, you can leave." And we sat there staring at him, saying, "Really, we can go?" And he said, "Would you like detention?" We went, "Nope, we're out. We're gone." That was uh, the only time anyone ever paid attention to us. That one word. What word? I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. It's really weird. Then what the hell was the point of the story? I like, I like stories. stories. <laughs> <laughs> in, in stereo. <laughs> no, this will be released in mono. Yes. It's easier to go out in mono. I thought I had mono once for an entire year. It just turned out I was really You're bored. bored. <laughs> Wayne's rolled again. <laughs> What did we hit so far? We got Young Frankenstein. You, just hit, your, of the world. you just hit your glass with your I pen. I hit my glass with my pen. Uh, Wayne's World and uh, what else did we hit? We got something else. I know we got something else. Did we, uh, so welcome to, our po- welcome to our podcast about Wayne's World. Um, <laughs> I know it's not horror related in any way or actually related to Young Frankenstein in any way, but we somehow got there. Uh, I'm not surprised we got there, to be honest. Um, well, that'd be fantastic. We could do... Uh, Wayne's podcast, and the whole thing is done like Wayne. And then we get that letter in the mail, cease and desist from Mike Myers. Be like, oh, Mike Myers listens. They'd have to find <laughs> us first. It's a suck cut. It certainly does it's suck. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. I'll have the cream of some young guy. So, uh, ripped for her pleasure. Ew. Ew. Getting back to young Frankenstein, what else uh, did you guys want to talk about? Um, I just, uh, personally, I think that Mel Brooks is a genius, a genius. Yes. He's an absolute comic genius. And the same thing from before these movies need to be preserved. These movies need to be shown all the time. We should do a Mel all Brooks film festival. You know, that's not a bad idea to be totally honest. I'm I mean, being someone, serious. Uh, if we can like rent out a theater and do a festival and that's have, not a bad have idea. the podcast from the festival. That's not a bad idea. In in all honesty, I I I totally be supporting and, and supportive of that. And if anyone else would be supportive of that, let let us know because if you haven't seen Blazing Saddles in a theater, then you haven't experienced Blazing Saddles. And if and if Mel Brooks mm. dies before we get to do it, we can always dig him up and and drag him and to, he'd, to the theater. And he'd appreciate the comedy of it. He would. <laughs> you really think they'd get away with half the things in Blazing Saddles now? Yeah. With as you couldn't as, do it now, but you can show what was done. No, too yeah. many people still get their panties pro- in a they'd bunch. They'd probably protest. At, they, we would probably get lynched. Well, well, then, then we get two things. One, uh, what do they say about uh, about attention or, or uh, not attention? Uh, publicity. Publicity. No, no, no thing is no, bad, bad, bad publicity. publicity. There so, is if there is if you get killed. Okay. All right. Well, well, no, no, because the survivors are like they'll get all the rewards. No, no, no. no so I you, like being alive. Service. No, I, I, no. I, it's you, overrated. You realize sometimes. too that I'm poor. This gear is expensive. I don't want someone coming in and breaking our shit when we're trying to do a live show. No, no, I get that, but we lock the doors. Once you're in, hope they don't have blasters. What? What? Lock the doors. Nope, they don't <laughs> have blasters. Star Wars. Write that down. Now we're doing Star Wars. <laughs> okay, Star Wars is down. I probably probably too loud. I'm too close to the microphone. Yeah, Am I okay, Mike? He'll, he'll it's picking it up your breathing. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. Your father's brothers, nephews, cousins, former roommates. Sisters, former roommate. What does, what does that, that make mean? us? Absolutely nothing, which is what you're about to become. Spaceballs writing it down. <laughs> At least that's a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, right? Exactly. Keeping it in... Keeping the family. Topic. Uh... 
my brother had once mentioned to me, and this is kind of half on topic of Mel Brooks, he once mentioned to me that someplace in Arkansas, they uh, viewed Blazing Saddles. It was advertised that this movie was going to be viewed and whichever, and it caused a problem, a huge problem. There were people who were who were out there. Um, and Arkansas uh, is pretty, um, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Conservative? Liberal? No. no. Racist? Redneck? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Racist. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for the most part. And it was, uh, if people aren't aware what, uh, speaking about with this movie, it is very race heavy. Mel Brooks made fun of everybody. Mm-hmm. Black people, white people, Chinese people, or Asians in general. and uh, Not politically correct. Not politically correct at all. And this movie is, I think this movie predates... Young Frankenstein, maybe? Yes, I believe so. It's a, it's a 1970-something. Consult um, the phone. Consult, consult the Google Docs. <laughs> uh, but this movie is definitely... Well, Young Frankenstein was 1974. 74. Yep. This movie is definitely uh, not friendly. Which is Saddles Saddles is also 74. Oh, wow. Really? He had a busy wow, year. okay. He did. So did Gene Wilder, because Gene Wilder was in that, too. Uh, so that viewing of that movie, uh, people seem to get very, very upset with, uh, which is kind of funny in Arkansas, but... Uh, I understand what it is you guys are saying, but that film company, uh, not film company, excuse but, me, those are people, people who bought a theater and they wanted to play What people don't understand is it's supposed to be satire. Yes. yes. Get, That's, get, get it through your head, people. That is the problem, and Michael and I have talked about this once before, that the kids nowadays, oh man, I hate saying that, I really hate saying <laughs> that, but it's accurate uh, that the kids nowadays, they can't handle it. They can't handle it, and it's our fault. It is our fault. We we are that generation's parents. Not me specifically. And uh, well, you are that generation's parents. And actually, not even you. No, no. Not even you. Technically, not. So my kids are only nine your kids. Yeah, your five. kids are way too young for this. But uh, we are this generation's parents. So we did this to them, you know. And we have no one to blame but ourselves. We did it by telling them they can be whatever they want, and that everything is going to be okay. And, and second place is all right because Don't we knew because we yeah. knew the world was already going to come to an end. We were actually kind of hoping the zombie apocalypse would have happened by now. Uh, and that generation would be gone, but it didn't happen yet. So, and we gave them a participation trophy for trying. That's it. Don't get me started on this. Yeah, I know that. That's that's what the only reason why I was bringing that up because uh, we've talked about this once before, uh, so we got it out there. But it it it's it's rearing its ugly head again just because of that. Yeah. Um, well, they did the same thing. We we've got a thing here, and I I talked about it before. Flashback Cinema mm-hmm. uh, that plays over at Epic Theater, mm-hmm. and they do the same thing. And Blazing Saddles was one of the ones that they showed. I didn't had get that, to see had that it. Go. Did, did you hear anything about it? Or I didn't no? hear anything about it. I didn't get to go see it. But that was my first thought as soon as I saw it listed on Flashback Cinema for that month. Was oh shit! You know, now we're gonna people are just gonna be throwing fits. Mm. Um, and I think instead we went and saw Monty Python uh, Quest for the Holy Grail, uh, which I is fantastic. Holy, I love the Holy Grail. Well, what I loved about it was it was the smallest theater in the entire building. And there was still only like seven people in the entire theater. So we got to, all of us were quoting the movie and That's joking great. around That's and having great. a fun time with it. And I don't think we could have done that if it were was a bigger theater with more people. But It would have definitely been way more disruptive. Yes. I like, like when you go to a theater and you're the only one there. We, we did that. We went to go see uh, the Muppets from Space. Yeah. We were the only two people in the theater. I think Mike and I went to see Alien 4. Yes, with Winona Ryder. Yeah, and it was like freezing cold, so it felt like we were in space. <laughs> <laughs> and we were the only two people in the theater. We were just like waiting for the aliens to come out. <laughs> At Exit Mine, we went and saw, what was that uh, taxi cab movie with... Uh, taxi Driver? No. Bruce Willis? With Queen Latifah. Oh. Was it just called Taxi? Or? 
No, that was a Taxi Driver is a completely different movie. <laughs> no, not Taxi Driver. Was it just called Taxi or something like that? Uh, wait, wait, wait. That was, was that a Queen TV Latifah and no, that was uh, also uh, was that Queen Latifah and uh, what's his name from the Tonight Show now? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Oh God, I don't. You know, what? I, I think I think that was the two of them, and I, I I think there is a taxi involved. I think you're right. Yeah, she was the taxi driver. I remember Jimmy Fallon being in that for some reason. Jimmy Fallon is not funny. He can't. Not be at all. Funny. No, he, he can't. Can. He He's has not. moments. He does have moments. Well, he, does, he doesn't funny, have right? any moments on the... <laughs> he doesn't have any moments Am- on TV. On the Amazon dot, because <laughs> that's... Yeah. Don't ever ask Alexa to... Tell you jokes from... Yeah. So anybody listening to this loud enough near at Amazon dot... Alexa, tell us a joke. <sighs> oh that's <my> great! <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So in the background, you probably can't hear it right now... Um, <laughs> Chris's He's dad's Alexa joke Al- right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my plan. That was anybody that was listening to this loud enough next to one. It was it would create uh, that happening for them in the background. But uh, it actually oh, happened it was, here instead. That was such so. a backfire. It was great. I didn't even know we had an echo. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It's awesome. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, oh, you Queen were looking Latifa. up the year for Blazing Saddles. No, we already did that. We did? We, yeah, moved we passed past that. that. When? Just then. Oh. Just now. When will then be I, now? Soon. And I already wrote down Spaceballs, so we're good. We're looking at instant cassettes. It comes out of the stores before the movie's finished being made. No. Here it is, sir. Out? Spaceballs, the movie. And every single one of those movies they were flipping through was a Mel Brooks movie. Yep. Including the really, like, really oh, bad one. Saddles, 12 Chairs. 12 Chairs. 12 Chairs. <laughs> 12 chairs. Yeah, 12 Chairs. Oh God! Um, but going back to what we were talking about, uh, young Frankenstein, what's on the wall? What's that? Speaking of insensitive, I <laughs> will we'll cover that. I don't know. Off a, off a, off of this. Uh, there's lots of that kind of crap all around here. Strange to see that in a Jew home. Different generation. Just saying. Different. Different. Uh, different I don't know. Uh, a couple of throw pillows. A little bit of painted walls. <laughs> Uh, oh, and for the record, it was Queen Latifah. The movie was Taxi, and it was from 2004. It was, was Jimmy called Fallon? Taxi. Oh, that's what we were looking yeah. for. Jimmy Fallon? It was just called Taxi. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh, and Giselle. Hey. That Tom reminds Brady me of Giselle? the Jimmy Fallon joke. Which one? When you tell Alexa to... to anyway, Mike, <laughs> you remember the joke, right? I don't. It was a really bad joke. It was. It was very... Oh, oh, yeah. What does yeah, one yeah. cow say to the other? What does one cow say to the other? Hey. hey. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> That's horrible. Yes, queen. That's horrible. Or it was a uh, horse. Was a horse? A horse is a horse. Of course. Of course. No one can talk to a horse. Of course. Unless you... I'm sorry, I ruined it. Uh, <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> and Unless, again, this course. is another... Uh, that horse is the famous Mr. Ed. That's another show. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. That counts. That counts. You're right. That counts. Are keeping score? Uh, we're, we're jotting down everything we're referencing. Oh. That's not that's not Mel Brooks. It's we're gonna not, go not this movie anyway. It's gonna go in the show notes, so that yeah. ought to make up at least a paragraph. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're close. In this in this episode uh, of Horror Apocalypse with Young Frankenstein, we mentioned thirteen thousand other movies. <laughs> we're not we're not Young Frankenstein. <clears throat> Let's see if uh, you're if you're keeping along in the home game. Um. So yeah, we were talking about Young Frankenstein, I think, and. Uh, 
let, let's talk about Gene Wilder's mustache because I swear I, to God, I kept watching it and it, I can understand why you think it was moving, but he had a very large gap and it was like that the whole movie. But not at the very beginning. I think so. No, I agree. I, so. I agree. In the beginning, I, I it was, was bushier in the beginning. Yeah. And then, and then he, like, it got trimmed and there was like a little more gap than normal. Do, than, do you think it's maybe a, they went back for reshoots or something? Maybe they just didn't oh, get you the know, they did. Right? That they was part have, of the... Part of the trivia was that they were so upset that this movie was done filming that Mel Brooks wrote additional scenes for them to keep filming. Uh, Uh And then the actual movie was almost twice as long as it is now. They had to go back and edit a bunch of shit out. I want a cut of that movie. I I want a cut of a three-hour-long Young Frankenstein where he keeps everything in. That would be so funny. Everybody said it was so long and it, it took away from it and it just wasn't no. good i still i mean not it. i'd love to see yeah, just for just for educational yeah purposes. just for footage uh, footage yeah. alone anything we can get new that's old for mel brooks i put it out there just put it out he's 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 a genius i don't, I don't care what it is if either of our listeners have any connections either one either either one either one either one we'll take you or you i do have a, a thing on here hey. about alternate versions of the show hey you we're talking to you Yes, you. you know. You, not the other guy, just you. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, in some versions of the movie, a scene which showed Dr. Frankenstein's demonstrating the monster's power of balance by placing an empty milk bottle in one of the creature's hands and a full milk bottle in the other hand was later cut. For reasons, for years, the only existing media of this scene was a photo in the paperback book. Okay. Wow. Is there a, are you looking at a photo, by the way? No. Is there, oh, okay. no that would have been cool if they, would, they also included the photo. It would have been neat. Um, so, talk about the movie anyway. Uh, the cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gene Wilder. Uh, this, the 70s, definitely his heyday. Absolutely his heyday. He did so much in the 70s. What do we have What do we have on him? It's, uh, two of them that we know right now. Young Frankenstein. We have uh, Blazing Saddles. Uh, when did Willy Wonka come out? Was that also the 70s? Yes, it I felt like the 70s. Um, Hold the other on, I'm going to his paper. Okay, the only thing I remember else coming out immediately afterwards at stir crazy but i think that was late 70s maybe early 80s i think that was 80s so willy wonka came out in 1971 oh it was first okay uh young frankenstein 74 silver streak which is another movie i really yeah silver streak yeah yeah that's a good movie yep and uh you know richard Pryor and gene wilder are like the best pairing of of comedic actors i ever well burt reynolds and and uh dom Don DeLuise were way up there, too. I yeah. mean, for, the, for those eras, they, they're definitely up there. So y'all are going to hate me when I say this, but I'm not a fan of Gene Wilder outside of Mel Brooks's work. Hmm. You didn't like Willy Wonka not or Stir all, Crazy? or any? I love Willy Wonka. Or uh, uh, Hear No Evil, See No Evil, which is, mm-hmm. which is one of my top 50. My top 50 movies, Hear No Evil, See No Evil, is up there. There's That's, nudity in that movie, Mike. There is. Like it. It, is. it gives okay. it a half-star bump automatically. Okay, so before I see it, it's starting at a half star, but then yeah, once I'm done, good. we're probably going to end with a rating of at least a half star. No, that's, no. that's, what, that's Mike's default rating that, that, for everything. Pretty much. Well, what as long is, as there's Yabos. Uh, what, what Thank is, you again, uh, Justin. <laughs> what, so what is it about Gene Wilder you don't like? Mostly his look, to be honest. It, that kind of takes me out of everything. But for Young Frankenstein, for example, mm-hmm. I thought it fit perfect. He's got okay. that wild and crazy hair. Yep. Um it just it, the wild and crazy guys. I knew down. that was coming. That goes down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Keep going. Well, they, just say Saturday Night Live. I would have forgotten what that was. Oh, okay. Um, but that 
I don't know. I just, I'm not a, a fan of his. Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, though, I think those are probably my, my favorite. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, how do you feel about Gene Marley? Like, in general. Uh, he's one of my favorite comedic actors yep. of all time, especially from that time time frame. Yep. Um, I love Silver Streak. I love watching that movie. I think it's a great movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, it just is. in general, it's a great movie. I think the pairing with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor together, the way that they play off each other. Is, I've never seen a fail. I've never seen a fail. All You're the right. movies You're that right. they made together, I enjoyed them all. <clears throat> yeah. and, and it's mostly because of those two actors, not because of the writing or anything. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of times those... Those, you know, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, particularly, they bring a lot of improv to their roles and make the movies happen. And, so. and when actors are enjoying what they're doing and they're enjoying the company, you can feel it. You can feel when they're enjoying it, what they're what they're doing up up on stage or on film or whichever. They, it makes it better for everybody. It absolutely does. Personally, I love Gene Wilder. Um, and the producers was perfect for this. The movie. producers was in 1967. Really? Yep. That movie so feels like a seventies. It does, doesn't it? it? Does well, it's it's kind of almost on that cusp. I mean, but still, it really feels like seventy something. But I feel like he was kind of like his muse, um, Mel Mel Brooks's muse for a, a lot of his movies. You know, they did do a lot of co-writing together. Yeah, and Mel Brooks did do other things under a surname. Um, his name is right out of my head right now. Like for example, Mel uh, Mel Brooks created Get Smart. That was hmm. him. Hmm. That was him. Did not know that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, uh, oh, there was another one. Well, oh, right out of my head. I blanked. I can, we, can we talk about Madeline Kahn? Sure. Absolutely. What was it about Woof. her? <laughs> what was it about her? Have that, a large. Oh, that's Carrie Gar. Sorry. That um, made us lust after her. Because we were all teenagers at the yeah, time. That, and she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, she was. She was a. Gorgeous was, woman. I know. I hate to was. say was. I hate to say was. I mean, but she was a gorgeous woman. Papa still smash. Yeah. And she could yeah. sing too. She had that voice. Yes. And you know, and she sang in Blazing yep. Saddles. She sang yep. in this in Young Frankenstein. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I like, you know, I enjoyed she, that. Uh, she also sang in High Anxiety. High Anxiety. Yeah, that was a. Hi, you in the front row. How long have you been married? Two weeks. Oh, they said it wouldn't last. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yes, Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. She is. Uh, she's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but when, that's. When you... I, I don't know if she was gorgeous. I mean, looking at her now, I mean, she was definitely attractive. Yeah. But not like Elsa Jean type hot. You know. <laughs> I. You know, if you would put Madeline Kahn up up against, I don't know. Give me a give me a hot chick from now. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Ariana Grande, something I don't oh, know. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I'm definitely taking Madeline Kahn, even in her older age. I'm taking Madeline Kahn. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, taking her right now. I, I would. I think I would I definitely think her personality's go. better. Ariana, really? Oh, okay. well, she likes to like donuts, and so do I. Mm. Mm. And she's also the empress in um, history of the world. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yep. yes. No, no, Madeline yes. Kahn. No, 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 no. Yes. No, Madeline Kahn, no, no, not Ariana Grande. Yes. Yeah, Madeline Kahn, not Ariana Grande. He's a eunuch. He's dead. Uh, what okay. is it about his name? Biggest. Dickest. <laughs> Watch me, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, again, this is not a politically, not a politically correct podcast. <laughs>
okay. Here, faggot, watch this. <laughs> this is also, just so you know, it's from Mel Brooks movies. Yeah. Th- this is what we meant by we don't, racy and, we don't, and We don't condone... Um, uh, any yes. slurs or anything, you know, except for the slurs that anybody's ethni- ethnicities or gender or sexual orientation. Um, and these views of the podcast, uh, <laughs> <laughs> these views do not, not express, reflect the dead. Do not express those of Sadler Recording I, Studio <laughs> or, uh, or my dad. Well, maybe my daddy's too old, but who knows? He may not even be sure. Um, no, he's very open. Despite hey, what you're seeing on the wall, he's he's funny. very open. Let's get him, girls. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we got uh, Madeline Kahn. Let's uh, let's turn to Cloris Leachman. Real I got to take a picture of that before I leave. Sure. <laughs> uh, that does not go for anywhere. bribery. Yes. Oh no, I, that's I, going online. No, no, it does not go online. Oh yeah, it does not, it does not go online. <laughs> uh, let my father die in peace, will you please? I wouldn't die um, or anything. Anywho, Cloris Leachman. Uh, I don't know if she was ever a very attractive person. I'd still smash. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Don't judge me. Oh, oh, uh, you've been judged. I've got a thing about you've powerful women, and she's a powerful, powerful woman. <laughs> Those who are late do not get fruit cup. I wrote that down. High anxiety's down there already. Okay. Um, she had a... No, she's still alive. Oh, my God. Right. Thank you. Uh, we just we, we just talked about this, too. We just talked about this. She has uh, that way of, of... She does have that... Uh, In 2026, uh, she'll be 100 years old. Well, if she's around, we could start the we could start it now or, late, or next year that she passed away. See what happens. Uh, she does have that authoritative meaner, demeanor mm. excuse me, uh, about her. Um, and that comforting kind of grandmothery feel. She does have a grandmother feel. You're absolutely right. Like she could dominate me and then make me cookies. Uh, so, um, mm. uh, Peter Boyle. Dominated. <clears throat> Peter Boyle, the monster. Cookies. The monster. Uh, how do we feel about Peter Boyle? I um, think Mike's still thinking about cookies. I think he is still thinking about cookies. It had nothing to do with, with Cloris Leachman. He just went right to cookies. Well, it's because Mike is on a diet now where... <laughs> No more bread, no more rice, no more pasta, which does cut out bakery goods. And those of you that know me know I love bakery good donuts. Oh, God. Danish cheese. Danish. It must have been killing you. I was eating those Oreos last night. We've already decided that uh, the the post-apocalypse podcast after party will be... (laughs) The (laughs) post-apocalypse podcast after party. Will be at Krispy Kreme Donuts. (laughs) Oh. Post horror apocalypse podcast. Sorry, guys. Well, we just said post apocalyptic. I would have taken that yeah. too. That was totally fine. Uh, so mm, donuts. Okay, over here, over here, what? over here, buddy. Here you go. Uh, Peter Boyle. Does he have donuts? Maybe. Okay, let's talk about Peter Boyle. Okay. Um, how tall do you think he really is? Six eight. Without stilts. Yeah. That'd he, be my guess. Let's let's he, take a look. He didn't look that tall in, in Everyone Loves Raymond. And Peter Boyle, which I'm sure he's done other things. Well, he's probably like he was older, six but he was foot. way older. And hunching. And hunched, yep. Um, it, he does play the monster in this movie. Uh, I would love to say he had great lines, six two. but he had some great grunts. 6'2". Okay, so we put him in those in those heavy boots platform, he was wearing, yeah. platform shoes. He had to have been up there like which six are totally eight. obvious, by the way. Completely obvious. <laughs> well, I think they were obvious in the original Frankenstein too. I mean, yeah. they definitely made him taller too. Uh, Boris Karloff. I don't think he was uh, six eight, something like that. Whatever size the monster was. Um, 
But uh, aside from Peter Boyle doing this, I and everyone loves Raymond. I don't know what the hell. Oh no, I do know Johnny Dangerously. He yeah. was in Johnny Dangerous. That movie's great. We were quoting it the other day. Were you really? Okay. That movie's fantastic. That's another... Uh, who did Johnny Dangerously? Was it Michael Keaton? No, he was in Johnny Dangerously, but uh, who who did it? Who's the director? Oh, the director? Yeah, director. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm very curious now. Talk amongst yourselves. You shouldn't hang me on a hook, Johnny. My mother hung me on a hook once. Once. I was standing here with my dog in my head. <laughs> <laughs> What did we do as kids? Knock down that Fargan wall, knock down that Fargan wall, knock down that Fargan wall. Oh, Fargan eyesores. Uh, Amy Heckerling was the director. Really? Yes. I have no idea who that is. Amy Heckerling has also done Clueless, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That was a good movie. Uh, let me let me get back here. Yeah, Mr. Johnny Spicoli. European Vacation. Love European Vacation. Uh, look who's talking! Look who's talking! Two clueless, well, not everybody's perfect. Clueless TV series. Wow. The Office. She did an episode. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Gossip Girl. She did a couple of episodes. Uh, some of these I don't know what the hell they are. And it looks like there's, she's got a new uh, TV series coming up. Weird City. She's done two episodes for. But anyway, hmm. off topic here. Yes, off topic a little bit, but. Um, so Peter Boyle, yeah, uh, obviously Johnny Dangerously and, and, um, Young Frankenstein and, and the other one we were talking about. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, Marty Feldman, Marty Feldman, uh, plays Igor in this movie and iconic for his eyes, incredibly iconic <laughs> for his eyes. And I want to say uh, died relatively young. 1982. Yeah, relatively young. What was he, barely in his 50s? In Mexico City. Oh, well, that explains it. Was he in the donkey show? What was what's going on there? Well, he, he was, was born in 1959. Yeah, barely yeah. 50. Yeah. He was born in 34. Oh, sorry. No, I was married, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look so old. He got married in 1962. Wait a second. Um, before he died, a week before he died, he was quoted as saying, I'm too old to die young and too young to grow up. No, that's wow, that's, that's perfect. A, that's an awesome quote. And then he if died I ever later. have a tombstone, I don't want that on there. So you thought I was going to say I wanted it on there. I thought right. you were going to talk about a pizza. Oh, yeah. Not in front of Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in front of Mike. Can't talk about pizza in front of Mike. Talk about cauliflower pizza in front of Mike. <laughs> oh, come on. It's fantastic. You ever had cauliflower crust pizza? Yeah, Devil Bunny and I have tried making it, yeah. and it just doesn't work. Go to Trader so. Joe's. Yeah, we got to Go to Trader Joe's and, and buy it. It's uh, 10 minutes in the uh, oh, wow, we're this is the age we're at, where we talk about our ailments, and we talk about the shopping, and wow, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, Marty Feldman. What else can we say about Marty Feldman here? Um, I can say that I, besides Young Frankenstein, mm-hmm. I really don't, I didn't see him in much. I'm seeing him in my head right now, wearing a, like an old fighter, hel- like an old fighter plane mm-hmm. uh, hat. Well, he was in and Silent Movie. Silent Movie. Thank you. See, and I haven't seen Thank Silent you. Movie. You haven't seen Silent Movie? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. He was also in a... It, that What you're describing is the cover to um, a TV show that he did called It's Marty. He did a TV show? It was 13 episodes, and he played various characters. It was from 1968. Oh, he did a bit... Uh, one of those bit shows, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. That's where I remember seeing it. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> 
So yeah, Marty Feldman, I think, is I want to say the funniest character in this this movie. It and because so much of his stuff was ad libbed for yeah. one, that that helps add to sure. the genius of it. Uh, he broke up the monotony of of a lot of the the scenes. Gene Wilder had a very dry way of delivering his lines that that made it feel serious, even yeah. though he's delivering something funny. And then Marty would come in and ad lib something that just takes you right back out yeah. of it and we, what makes we, you laugh. What did we point out last night? Uh, we're watching we're watching the movie. We're watching the scene. <clears throat> excuse me. Watching the scene where uh, Madeline Kahn's arriving uh, to to the uh, to the castle <laughs> and. Marty Feldman delivers a line to uh, to Madeline uh, to Gene Wilder saying, uh, uh, "You you take the what was it? You, you take, take the blonde, I'll take the one And then he bites her mink her mink uh, uh, a sweater. In which case, you see Gene Wilder's face like he just smiles. He just smiles. I don't know why we never caught that before. He catches a little bit he, of he a catches laugh a little too. bit of a laugh on it. And we're like, there he is. He's laughing. We've seen this movie a million times, and we never noticed that before. That take actually <clears throat> took about fifteen tries because yeah. he initially ad libbed the biting of the, the biting the mink, of it. And, but every time he pulled his mouth away, he had fur left in his <laughs> mouth, and everybody everybody would just crack up laughing. So it took about fifteen <laughs> tries to get that shot done. That was it. Was it was definitely worth it. Yes. Definitely worth it. Um, and no one can pull off a turban like Madeline Kahn. Yeah, well, there was uh, Haji from uh, Johnny Quest. Oh, my God. Does that count? No. Does that count? What, what about uh, Annie's uh, guardian guy with the turban? Boy, you're just staring at me right now. You know, Annie? You know, little orphan Annie? There was a guy who had a turban and the... In the movie, Carol Burnett was the Annie? bad. Was the bad? Are you okay? No. Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> You've been hit by. <laughs> You've been struck by. A smooth criminal. Mark it down. So does that alien ant farm? That's alien ant farm. That's not Michael Jackson. That's alien ant farm. We don't count and, that. And we don't count that as Michael Jackson. Oh no, alien ant farm. Alien ant farm. Well, let's let's wrap it up. We're actually uh, over our usual time frame, but this is such a, a great movie. It's the first time we've we've gotten together to do this as a group, so I can understand us, you know, being sidetracked a lot. But uh, this this actually, by the way, uh, when I first started listening, to the podcast was uh, Chris Hardwick doing doing the Nerdist podcast. When it was him, Jonah Ray, and Matt Myra, uh, Matt Myra, excuse me, when they were all together in one of these, they used to call these episodes the Hostfuls, mm-hmm. and because they hardly ever got together, type of thing. I. I they're not together anymore doing this stuff, so we can we can steal it, totally steal it. We can call this a hostful episode. If you want to call it a hostful episode? I think I think they'd appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll sure. we'll do that. Uh, trademark pending. Um, the <laughs> trademark pending nerdist nerdist industries. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> we claim no rightful ownership, but um, let, let's let's uh, let's go around and rate it. What would you rate this movie out of five, Matt? Uh, I would say it's right up in there as my one of my top favorite movies of all time. Um, I'd say four and a half stars. Four and a half. Wow. Four and a half. Okay. All right. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, this movie goes right up to a number five for me. Really? Uh, this movie goes right up to a number five. You think it it's is, perfect? I, I, I enjoy every aspect of this movie. I do. It does have little, you know, little problem. Every movie has a little problem or whatever, but it's I... It's a half star. It, well, <laughs> still. Still. I, I can never not sit down and not enjoy this movie. That's entirely know? true. And... It, almost every Mel Brooks movie. I won't give all Mel Brooks movies five, but this one in particular. This movie, Blazing Saddles, and High Anxiety will always probably get a five, five from me. I uh, enjoy every second of it. Hmm. 
Like we watched it on the Fourth of July, and then we watched it last night. So yep. it's like you know. Hey. Yep. Yeah. Um, for me, I, it's definitely one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies. I think it's right up there. Uh, I came in a little bit later than you guys did, so I hadn't experienced the entire library. Mm-hmm. You got me started on it, and then I started seeing things like uh, Men in Tights and Dracula Dead and Loving It and his newer stuff. So I do have sort of a, a tie to that. I, I don't think this one comes in as my favorite Mel Brooks movie, but it is probably top two, top three. Uh, for me, there were some issues that I had with it, but those were overshadowed and completely removed with the set pieces, with the sound mm-hmm. design, with the, the ad-libbing and the comedy, picking out the little stars like Gene Hackman, you know, making that little brief appearance. So I was going to make espresso. For me, and that was ad-libbed as well, <clears throat> yep. which I thought was great. But for me, I, I think I'm going to come in at a four. Uh, it's it's not perfect. Okay. Definitely not, but it is way up there uh, for me. It's fair. It is one I can rewatch, but I don't I don't get that same uh, initial love of it like I did the first time. I do enjoy it. I watch it as many times as you guys want. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm coming in at a four. So that gives us an average of about with, four and a half. With, uh, with the Mel Brooks movies, um, if we're talking just, just Mel Brooks movies, mm-hmm. which which ones are higher than this one? I think Spaceballs probably. You like Spaceballs more? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, personally, between all the Mel Brooks movies, myself, I do like space. I like Spaceballs a lot. High Anxiety to me is probably over over Young Frankenstein with Blazing Saddles over High Anxiety. But High Anxiety, which uh, if if no one's ever seen it, he spoofs all the Alfred Hitchcock movies. That uh, one gets a bump for the Psycho reference. For the Psycho, I which here's your paper. That's, here's your paper. <laughs> that kid gets no tip. Uh, write it down. Write, uh, uh, high Anxiety's already down. It's already down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that's for my side anyway. I would have to say that <clears throat> out of the Mel Brooks uh, franchise, I would say that this is my number one. Really, number one? Okay. <clears throat> Young Frankenstein to me is a classic. It, I can, like you said, we can watch it any time. Um, most that's most Mel Brooks movies, but mm-hmm. if I had to pick between any of them, I would say Young Young Frankenstein was right at the top. Under that would be High Anxiety and Blazing Saddles for a close second. Then I would go with Spaceballs, <clears throat> and then I would go to the producers, and then I would go to um, Robin Hood, Robin Hood yeah. Men in Tights, because it. I mean, it was it was. I mean, Robin Hood Men in Tights was good. It was funny. It, it was, was funny. funny. But uh, I just think that these other movies were much better. There was something happened as far as Mel Brooks is concerned between the going from the '80s to the '90s, where it just wasn't. As funny exactly. anymore, exactly. And Robin Hood Men in Tights, personal opinion, uh, I think that was his last really funny movie. I Dracula agree. Dead and Loving It, even though it had Leslie Nielsen in it, and he, we wanted it. To, I remember seeing that in the theater, and I wanted it to be so good, and walked away going, eh, "It was okay." Yeah, you know, I wanted it to 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 be great, and that's but. because of these other movies are so good. That, yeah, that by, it, it's it's hard. It's hard by it's, comparison. It's hard to it come. Is. It's hard to you know to follow up those movies, you know, after the fact and be that successful and that yep. funny and and still be good. So yep. absolutely. For me, I I think uh I can't tell. Maybe Blazing Saddles is either tie for this one or okay. just slightly beats it out for me. Okay. But have you have you seen uh how many Mel Brooks movies have you seen? Uh, all of them. You seen all? Have yeah. you seen the Twelve Chairs? Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You suffered through that too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, was, I didn't think it was suffering. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of. Oh, I forgot History of the World. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan I, of. I did too. Uh, it's like three, four. 
like 12 Angry Men is one of my favorite movies. So okay. that type of, of storyline, yeah. that type of uh, setup is what I like. Okay. So. All right. Uh, that also uh, had Dom DeLuise in it and Marty Feldman. Dom DeLuise. I love Dom DeLuise. Yeah. And uh, History of the World, too. And yep. it, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Marty Feldman wasn't in History of the World, was he? I don't remember him in that movie. I don't think so. I don't remember him in that. Um, Dom DeLuise, absolutely. That was that wasn't Cleavon Little. That was more women, more wine. Who who was uh, it was a tap dancer guy who was in that movie. Yeah, I forget his it name. It was supposed to be Cleavon Little, but Cleavon Little I think was dead at that point. He was already dead, so it was Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. Gregory yeah. Hines. Mm-hmm. That's who it was. Who also is dead. My God, why is everybody dying? Mel Brooks sur- survives though. Yeah. He does. Now I'm trying to remember that the line in that movie with Gregory Hines. Which one? The, the line in History of the World. The, uh, when they first meet. It's going to drive me crazy now. Gonna We're going to have to watch History of the World. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, something about Jesse Owens? It was, it was something about running. I remember it was something about running. Well, if anyway. you know the line, feel free to go ahead and mail it to <laughs> oh, us. Oh, we're going to find out by the time when this is over. Send it uh, to us at horrorpocalypse at gmail.com. You mm. can also comment on any of our YouTube videos. Uh, right now, you can search on hor- at youtube.com, search Horrorpocalypse Podcast, and that pulls us right up. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, supposedly, but I still have yet to see any work over there. You know, it's... Honestly, we may want to abandon that. (laughs) We may want to abandon it. I did pull it up, by the way, just so you know. You didn't? No, I did. Oh, you did? What was it? It He was saying, give to Oedipus, and then... Give to Oedipus. Okay. And then... Right. Well, I can go through... I'll keep going, but Mike's already closing us down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm looking up our number right now, so keep going. You do that. Our phone number? No, no, our, our... subscription number oh okay which by the way guys you can uh, also call in and leave us a voicemail and be featured on a future episode our phone number is 3235horror very easy to remember 3235horror and what makes it even easier to remember is when you donate we will send you to patreon we will send you a bracelet with the phone number on it so you'll never forget it so here's that line just just to throw <laughs> he's it got it he's got it okay go ahead give to Oedipus. Give to Oedipus. Hey, Josephus. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the high five, right? right. Or, or yeah. That's right. Yeah, because, you know, right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so as far as YouTube is concerned, though, we are up to 52 as of today. We just need 48 more to reach our first goal. So, guys, make sure you let your friends, your family, everybody you know, know. And if you haven't already signed up, what the fuck are you waiting for? What is Do your it. problem? Why are you listening to this and not doing it? I'm yes. sorry. I probably should. Yes, do it now while oh, we're waiting. While we're while we're here, we will not end this cast. Uh, we're until not walking you hit out until that number says fifty-three. Did I wait? No, I already sus- I already subscribed. Oh, damn it! Well, we can't leave until somebody until somebody makes it fifty-three. Get comfortable. That's a nice lake out there, isn't it? Actually, no, I don't. Have, nope. Nope. Wow, and he's a liar too. <laughs> this? I'm gonna keep on refreshing. I'm, I'm refreshing right now. I'm going to it. Do it. I'm doing Do it. Do it now. I can't spell horror apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you got a sticker right in front of you. That's exactly what I'm referencing right now. 
I'm like, horror, W, A, no. No, no R at the end. No, there's no horror. That's what threw me off for a long time. See, that's time how you guys lured me into this whole podcast to begin with. You said there were going to be whores. Where are the whores? Oh, yeah. Bring in yeah, the whores. Yeah, I completely lied to him. I told him that when we were doing this, there'd be whores. Well, there so are. One of us has to perform. N- no, I'm just a whore. Oh, okay. He's performing? No, I'm sorry. I used to be a whore. I'm married now. I can't be a whore anymore. Yes, and I have a girlfriend in case she's listening uh, to this podcast. <laughs> and if she is listening, we she should kidding. be a subscriber this is all number fifty-four. It's all satire, just like uh, Blazing Saddles. That's that's actual history. What are you, what are you talking about? Huh? Blazing Saddles is actual history. That's it is. I like yeah, your yeah, thinking, that's, that's, that's a documentary. I liked your thinking. If she's listening, she should be subscriber number fifty-four. That's right. Right. <laughs> and she should be listening. I can't find the damn page. Really? Do we need uh, to type it for you? What's your name again? Emily, Rebecca. Jennifer, I don't know. She's he has so many girlfriends. I can't. It's hard to keep up. Up <laughs> oh, back to the future. <laughs> that goes down. Sorry. Oh, that was boyfriends. Never mind. Let's go down. I don't have any boyfriends. No, no. I Just was quoting two. Back to the Future. Just you two. Just dear God, we've got to end this. Go find it. I have you not it. found this yet? Do you need us to type it for you? I, I've I typed in H O R R O R P. No, no. Oh, no R. No extra R. Oh, it's R O. No wonder. Which, by the way, Andy, if you're listening, uh, or Randy or Andy, I don't know what the hell your name is really, but if you're listening, it is Horro, H-O-R-R-O. So Bob had it right, you had it wrong. I want to point out that you said it was either Randy or Andy. So you're also missing an R or, or adding an yes, R as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because, well, his show, like if you look him up uh, on social media, his name is Andy. But when they introduce him on his show, it's Randy Gandy G. Landy. My mind just exploded. Yes, it's it confused the fuck out of me. Wow. Okay. If you'll notice now, Michael, your count should uh, now be uh, fifty-three subscribers. It 53. is fifty-three. We can okay. end. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in and sticking with us uh, through our madness for the last hour and plus time, especially this quote-unquote hostful episode. <laughs> Trademark pending. Um, but Chris Hardwick, Nerdist Industries. Anyway, guys, thanks again so much. Don't forget to check us out on all the social media platforms. Check us out on Patreon. If you'd like to support us for as little as $1 a month, you can uh, get exclusive content, exclusive episodes, which, Chris, we still need to record that uh, Shining before you know, Sunday. Okay, I want to point out one thing. Before it launches Sunday. Sunday just not before between Sunday, 3 and 4 a.m. How are we going to? We're going to have to do that right now. Right now. Right now. So we're okay. going to stop and go do our Patreon. <laughs> we're do it right now. <laughs> So, but guys, check us out. Uh, we really appreciate all the help and support. You can also pick movies for us to watch for as little as six dollars. Uh, keep in mind with Patreon, it is a recurring uh, subscription. subscription. Uh, it comes out every month. So, what your best bet would be would be to donate, wait till the first of the month when it comes out, and then just either cancel your subscription or change it to the one dollar level. But or just keep donating. Or just keep donating. We, but we, we, we don't discriminate. Unfortunately, it does not mean you get to pick a movie every month. Otherwise, no, 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 we would be watching a movie and recording every day, which is the which, goal to eventually, at some point, be able oof, to do that. Wow. That would be making it self-sufficient and us having no jobs. Exactly. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it kind of would be. Yeah. I'll take it. Why not? So you got to win the lottery. We'd probably have to live closer to each other than at that point. Well, you can move to Massachusetts. It's fine. Or you can move to Florida. Yeah, you can move to Georgia. Uh, Georgia. 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 Yeah, North Carolina. I like North Carolina. Charlotte's nice. Nah, I'd rather go into the Blue Ridge. Anyway, guys, thank you so yep. much for listening. Don't forget, you can get all kinds of cool stuff with us, all kinds of swag from bracelets, stickers, shirts, hats, coming soon, flip-flops, and maybe even koozies. So <laughs> I don't remember saying yes to flip-flops. <laughs>
<laughs> I just saw it on Facebook. We'll, we'll give it a shot. But anyway, guys, thank you so much. Have a great day, and be sure to let us know what you thought of this episode. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. seen the well-to-do upon Lenox Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air high hats and colored collars white spats and fifteen dollars spending every dime for a wonderful time if you're blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where Harlem Blitz putting on the wrist spangled gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee Putting on the wrist. That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes. Every Thursday evening with her swell bows. Rubbing elbows, come with me and we'll attend their jubilee and see them spend their last two bits. Putting on the wrist. And you don't know where to go to Why don't you go where Harlem fits Putting on the Ritz Spangle gowns upon the bevy Of high browns from down the levee All misfits Putting on that certain Ritz That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes Every Thursday evening with her swell bows Rubbing elbows Come with me and we'll attend their jubilee And see them spend their Perhaps I could help you with that hump. What hump?